ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point, the show where we talk about what the show does. I'm your host, John. With me, as always, my co-host, Wombat. How's it going, Wombat? I'm going well, John. I'm doing A-OK. You know what I did today? This isn't... I don't know what you did today. This isn't my Glowing Weak Point, but I scheduled my fucking classes for next semester today. Oh, good. Yeah, you want to know what what fucking classes I'm taking, John? Because sure, tell me what fucking classes you're taking. Because this is an eclectic group of classes that I'm taking to fill out my fucking associates, man. I mean, so was this season. (laughs) (laughs) This this semester was a little weird, but spring is wild. Okay, so we start off and we got speech. Now, not like public speaking, business communication. Oh, okay. Yep, business communication. All right. Um, And then I needed another science uh, credit. I needed eight credits. I got four last semester. So I have another science class. Uh, I wanted to take environmental science, but it didn't fit with with the other classes I needed. I would have dropped one of them. But then it, it it actually interfered with two classes that I had already picked up. So I said, it, it's easier for me to find something else in science. Yeah. So I'm taking solar systems. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With the same professor as I took uh, physical science with this semester. Okay. Yep. Solar systems. It counts. <laughs> All right. As long as it counts and it's four credits. Yep. Uh, what are the, uh, does it have a lab connected to it? No, but it's three hours long. Oh. Yeah, there, there's no lab that's co- directly connected to it, but I think that's just because the lab is part of the class. What the fuck lab are you going to do? I don't know. Or maybe it's not, maybe there's no labs. Maybe it's just a fucking three hour long lecture, lecture from, yeah. what the fuck is that, nine to, nine to twelve in the morning. Yeah. Um, All right. Then, if this class fucking doesn't get canceled like it did last semester, I'm going to take Spanish one. Okay. You know, if it doesn't get canceled again, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And then with that with that grouping of classes, John, what do you think what do you think my fourth class is? I'll tell you, uh, I had to take a creative arts course. Okay. Um and none of the acting classes that I took 8 years ago counted. Chocolate making. No, what? Is it, is that a specific class anywhere? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> also, uh, sushi creation. Well, yeah, a, that a would class be. I had the option to, uh, to take. I'm not even in the culinary arts. It was still just a thing I could have done. That's weird. Um, no, I'm taking film appreciation. Okay, cool. Which is, so you're just going to be watching movies the whole time. It's literally one day a week for three hours. Because you watch a movie the whole time. 
Um, and it's with it's with the uh, the same professor that I learned acting from eight years ago. <gasps> cool. Yeah. Um, get ready to watch Birth of a Nation. Yeah, I mean, it's I I can guarantee it's going to be one of them. I mean, he is a white guy. It doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter. It, it, film appreciation by default needs to start with Birth of a Nation. It's it's such a shite movie, and what it stands for is even more shit. But it was I mean, the first feature length film. Yeah, you, you gotta start there. Oh, I, I guess you could start before then with non feature length films, but. But once, first like, feature length you can't with sound, right? Yeah, yeah. I think both. Um, yeah, I'm not about to look y- it up y- it, and damage my search no. history. But it has to be covered. <laughs> it it has to. Yeah, it sucks. But I mean, I can it suck it up as long as we watch some Kubrick later. Yeah, well, I'm sure you will. <laughs> well, I'm back. That's not your glowing weak point. What is? All right, so this is a story. This is the story of both the worst and the best day I've had in RuneScape. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I can make this. I can make this kind of quick. So yesterday I fell for a phishing scam. Um, I was uh, <laughs> I, I was watching a stream of a RuneScape streamer that I had not ever watched before and I clicked on a shady link to a forum that I didn't realize was shady until it was way too late and they stole all my information and got into my account and stole all of my expensive items. All of them. How? How did you fall for this wombat? Um, because I wasn't paying attention really. Like, I was just kind of chilling, and I was like, oh, let me watch this stream. Oh, they're saying you can... They're talking about something, and I can read more about it here, whatever. And then I fell for it. You put in your information so that they could get your stuff? I mean, I just logged in like it would be to the forums, and then that that got my information. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed in me, too. But, okay, so that happens. I log back in. I change my password. I change my bank pin in the in the game. Um, they can't get back to me. Today, my my uh, clan friend said, not Ku Klux Klan, because I have to specify yeah, that yeah. because we just talked about Birth of a Nation. <laughs> I don't think anyone was thinking that, but, uh, <laughs> yes, you do need to. <laughs> um... But he helped. He helped me check other things because, like, they might have linked it to a Steam account or whatever to have a backdoor to my account in the future. That didn't happen, so I'm good. Um, and then the the other members. We'll call it a guild now. That that's a better word. The other members of my guild yes. helped out a lot. They they donated me a bunch of money, and I got my stuff back. Nice. And then I said, "Fuck this shit." I'm going to go get my fire cape. I've been talking about it and talking about it, and it's it's time. And so, starting at fucking 7.30 last night, 
I started doing attempts at at the uh, the fire caves or the fight caves. Yeah. And the first time, I made a horrible mistake. I ran out and, and into the range of an enemy that could hit me for like forties, and I took like two hits, and I failed. My second attempt, uh, I got cornered by all three types of enemies that can really do damage to me, and I can only prey against one type of damage at a time, so they killed me. My third attempt, yeah. I don't even remember what happened, but I died. <laughs> it, it didn't work out. I think I just got really stressed out from the previous two attempts. And, like, gotcha. I made stupid mistakes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the fourth attempt. I'm in, I'm in the voice chat with two other people, right? And they're like, okay, just take, a, take some deep breaths, walk away for a few minutes, come back, you can do this. So I go, I go, I, like, drink some water, I sit down for a minute, I come back. And after an hour and a half, John, I got it. I'm you gonna got your stupid cape. I'm going to show you some pictures. I'm going to show you a couple pictures. I'm glad that you got your stupid cape. I'm so happy that I got my stupid cape. No. Yeah. Yep. It's done. You look like a dork. That that's all my ranged gear that I had to wear in order to fucking accomplish that. <laughs> okay. So, well, congratulations, Wombat. It it turned from the worst day into the best day. I'm happy for you. Thank you. John, what's your glowing weak point? Uh, well, I was trying to think of one, and uh, the last few days have been weird for me. Like, the last four days have been really weird for me, and I haven't gotten a lot done in them. Uh, but what I did get done is I did some more work on my game for the first time in a couple months, and uh, redesigned something, and came up with some some cool ideas for like using footprints to to say which way to go on the thing which which way to follow the rules and uh yeah so that's all i have okay i i don't get to have fun anymore <laughs> the best thing i can say is i did work <laughs> At least it was work for my own thing and not a giant corporation that's not paying me enough. Right. Oh, Alright, well, let's move on with that downer. Um, let's talk about the news. Um, I need to tell you something. Oh? Uh, this news article... Uh, so, Hades 2 has been announced... Yes, it has. Uh, and it looks awesome as fuck. And for some reason, the link in the thing has changed to not Hades 2. 
<laughs> Correct. I have no idea what this link is. I don't either. <laughs> it's on Kotaku. It's still Kotaku. Yep. It's by our good friend Luke Plunkett. Uh. <laughs> um, but it's not about Hades too. Uh, but Hades, the, so we don't know much about it. But Supergiant never makes fucking sequels. We know that. But they decided to make a fucking sequel for Hades. And if they were going to make yeah. a sequel for one of their games, this is the fucking one. <laughs> uh, it says, it, they said that you can use the weapons of the night, which sounds rad as fuck. Um, and also there's, yeah. there's more gods that you can talk to, John, John, and in the Ooh. trailer, yeah, one of them was Nemesis. Oh yeah. I did not think Nemesis was going to make it into Hades ever, but, but Nemesis and also yeah. people had modded Apollo into the game. Apollo's just into, in, in Hades too. Apollo's just there. Those are the two they showed. Wow. Apollo and, and Nemesis. Which gives me hope that maybe, maybe, we'll see Hestia. <laughs> maybe we'll see Hestia. Isn't that exciting? It's possible. I, I still don't think we'll see Hera, because Hera's like a bitch, but... Yeah. But Hestia. And, and confirmed... Nemesis. Nemesis was so exciting when I saw that. Oh my god. But yeah, I just wanted to gush that Hades 2 is happening. It's, it's so exciting. Yep. Okay. You did want to gush, and then you did proceed to gush. I did. What, what do you feel about it, John? Uh, I honestly... I have zero shits to give. <laughs> Uh, Hades 1 was a pretty good game. Uh, I played it for about an hour, I think. Okay. And I haven't played it ever since, and I don't ever foresee going back and playing it. Just not your type of game? Uh, it's fine. I just don't give a shit. Right. Uh, all, all the, the hype that it got was, uh, not for me. It was, it was a it little was just overblown. Hype, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, speaking of things that were announced at the uh, Game Awards, uh, <laughs> we, we we learned that Bill Clinton is apparently an Orthodox rabbi, a Reformed Orthodox rabbi, Reformed Orthodox rabbi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I find this, people have difficulty when they talk about Alex Jones, and they don't have an experience of Alex Jones because this guy, this kid has been a guest on InfoWars multiple times. Correct. Um, Several times, yeah. And and this article points out that like, oh, the main thing he, he's known for doing is trolling like sports events and shit by doing like free Hong Kong shit, right? And, yeah. And, and they, they kind of imply that that's weird for somebody who would then guest on InfoWars. And I'm here to tell you that it's not. No. Because no. they are against what China's doing to Hong Kong. 
but not because yeah. not because it's bad. But because not, not because they care about the human rights violations. Right. It's because it's China, and they hate China. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when you're reporting on stuff like this, you really, you have to get that right. Because he is not, yeah. he's not like, oh, a leftist who was a, a ripe, tar- here they say a ripe target to be co-opted by right-wing political actors. He was always a right-wing political actor. It, it was just masquerading in a way that is acceptable to leftist ideals. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that, like, freeing Hong Kong is... It's not a right-wing or a left-wing issue. It's it's a human issue. Yeah. Like, they, they need their human rights, and, and, and that is the angle that the left takes towards this. But the right also are humans, and they want, you know, Hong Kong to be free. Because it would mean more profit for them. Yeah, because it so, would mean cutting <laughs> cutting China more out of the economy. Yeah, so so it's it's one of those issues. Like it's one of the few things that are across the aisle. But you can't um, actually like join forces with them on. No, because uh, the reasons for doing it are fundamentally in conflict. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is also people, people, Jeff Keeley said that this guy, this kid had been arrested, but that's apparently not true. The LAPD said that they just took a report from him and whatever. And I mean, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like he didn't really commit a crime, I would say. Like, well, this is, this is one of those where we're like arrested means two different things. Yeah. Like like there's there's the proper definition of arrested which means that that you've you been have put been, in handcuffs, you've been taken to jail. In, do not pass yeah, and, go. And you do are, not you are being dollars. Yeah, you are being held on suspicion of a crime that, you know, you will eventually serve time or go go to court for basically. Right. And then there's the version of arrested that uh everyone else in the world uses. Which is to say, uh, the police took you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, any any time someone, co- like, y- you're at a grocery store and someone's making a fuss and the police come and take them away, they, they were arrested. I mean, whether it's they, they got just taken off the property and told to go away, or they get taken to the station and shoved in jail, or they get taken to the station, questioned, and then released there, doesn't matter. For 99.9% of the world, they were arrested. At the very least, their actions were arrested. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like... Th- th- that that happened. Yes. I mean, the LAPD took him, put him in uh, handcuffs, put him in their patrol vehicle, took them to the station. Got a they- report and let them go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they were 100% arrested. Yeah. Now they weren't arrested, arrested, in, but they were arrested. <laughs> in the in the um the context that we usually consider that word in America, they were not arrested. Yeah. Like like he was not slapped into jail. He is not currently in jail. They took a report yeah. from him. They said, "Okay, you can go about your way." Because again, 
the most you could get him for is like disturbance of the peace, maybe. Yeah, or uh, trespassing. Right. I mean, but I mean, it's he, a public he, space. Like, he's up on, but the he, stage isn't. But <laughs> does the law recognize the difference between a public space and the stage in a public space? Like, I don't know that they. Also, do. it it's it. I think it said that he was like backstage and came out. Oh yeah, like people saw him like, on the so stream minutes before he actually did this. Yeah. Which we haven't actually said what he did. Uh, he waited until the Elden Ring developers had thanked everybody for the award that they got, which I think was Game of the Year. Um, I don't know. None of it matters. Yeah, it was Game of the Year. But he waited until they were done with their speech, and then he walked up and started saying some shit. I want to nominate this award to my reformed Orthodox rabbi, Bill Clinton, which is um, anti-Semitic shit. It's it's anti-Semitic conspiracy theory bullshit about how the Clintons are actually, like, Jewish murderous pedophiles. Like yeah, that that's what he's he's signaling to with that. Yeah, um, and this shouldn't have happened. I don't understand how security was so fucking bad as to let this guy up there, but he got up there. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Um. What would you like to talk about? There's a lot of bad shit up here. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's let's talk about magic because it's not that bad in, or at all. No, it's just weird. Uh, so uh, Magic: The Gathering, uh, or rather Wizards of the Coast, is releasing a lot of uh, Magic: The Gathering cards and and uh, crossovers and expansions and stuff lately, and. Um, uh, some higher profile players are complaining about it because uh, they're flooding the market is what they say and making it easier to get rare cards that are out of print and putting more interesting game mechanics into the game right uh, which means that they would have to pay for those uh, because they have to stay on top they don't which i mean this is this is how magic works right like they yeah they just constantly add more and more game cards to the game yeah and and they they flush out some old ones as they go uh usually things things that ended up being broken um i but like like even all of the the expansions that they do a lot of them don't impact the game whatsoever like they just they they have a series of expansions called the un expansions uh and it's uh it's unhyphen there because uh that uh, let me see if i can remember uh the unsets are unfinity um i hate this um, the- unglued, unhinged, unstable, unsanctioned. Infinity came out this year. Um, 
and and they're they're just bonkers sets where they go off the walls with everything and they do weird tie-ins and stuff. Unfinity, I think, is uh it like takes place in a theme park, so everything's theme park related, and you've got like uh game park token or no tickets that you can use on things that you have to like play um like uh arcade game uh cards spells to get the tickets that you can then use on other things it's all just fun things that they're like what if we did this that would be awesome um they are non-canonical sets that uh are have are never allowed in competitive play and are just they're just fun oh they're just like hey let's have fun with the game that we we make yeah they 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 just oh is that what all these crossover things are uh some of them because some of them aren't like like they said they have um, crossovers with Warhammer 40k, uh, Transformers, Lord of the Rings, Final Fantasy. But, like they have card sets that are yeah themed on those properties. So those are in the normal game or they're not. I think there in the current game um okay it looks like uh much of the cards not all of the cards but but most of the cards are legal for play um okay so like there's there's always a few cards that they release and are like this fits with the set that we're releasing but it does not fit with the game as it currently is, so <clears throat> you could make a Warhammer 40k set to play with your friends, <clears throat> but it doesn't mesh with the rest of the game. Right. Uh, so, for instance, um, the cards 1 through 176, the, the set codes 1 through 176 are permitted in Commander, Legacy, and Vintage formats, and set codes numbered 181 through 317 are legal for play in any format. Um, So. God, I don't understand card games. (laughs) 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 That's what this comes down to. Uh, I just don't get it. I, I like magic, but I like a little magic. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the ridiculous amounts that uh, people can get to. Like, I kind of understand both sides here. In that case, because like this is like flooding their game with a, a whole like the players' side. This is flooding their game with a whole bunch of like crossover sets that don't really mesh with the game as they've understood it up to this point, right? Okay, a pushback about that. Uh, literally every new deck that they've ever released changes the game from how they understood it. Right, but I mean, like, even just thematic. That's, that's how expansions work. Like, eh. like, 
I mean, my sister played Magic in, like, the 2000s, and it was never a whole bunch of fucking crossovers and shit. Like, this is a recent trend. I feel like it's it's happened occasionally, several times in the past. Maybe occasionally. I, 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 but, I mean, they're talking I, I about it like so... they're just constantly doing this. So, let me see. MTG crossovers. Uh. <laughs> so... But I also understand it from Wizards of the Coast's perspective. They want to make money, and if you partner with these uh, these things, these uh, properties that other people really like, maybe they'll be like, oh, maybe I'll try out this Final Fantasy magic deck. Maybe maybe I'll give it a try if I can play something that I'm more familiar with at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand it from that perspective. Gosh, I... <laughs> I'm just... I'm looking at the... It doesn't say when these cards were released. Just uh, that they have been... They... Yeah, apparently they did a um, crossover with Arcane, the Netflix show, based uh-huh. off of... Uh, I've never heard of it. League of Legends. Oh, Arcane. Um, okay. Yeah. For some reason, I thought you said campaign. <laughs> no, no, no. Arcane okay. is what I said. Uh, they did one based off of Fortnite. Ugh. They did one with Stranger Things. They did one with The Walking Dead. Daryl, Hunter of Walkers. This is real bad. Actually. Uh, Street Fighter. This is embarrassing. Uh, Transformers. Yeah, we knew that one. Yeah, love that. Warhammer 40k. Hold on, Michael Bay Transformers or like real Transformers? Real Transformers. Okay. That's a little more yeah. acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> Only a little bit, though. <laughs> considering considering that Magic is like a sword and sorcery-themed fucking card game, it's weird to do crossovers with shit like Transformers and Stranger Things and The Walking Dead. That's weird. Uh, there's also going to be... Uh, Assassin's Creed, Final Fantasy, and Doctor Who. What the fuck? Haven't come out yet, but but they will. <laughs> Listen, I might buy that Doctor Who deck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my my understanding of of all of these universes beyond uh, decks is that it it really is it, you you might not even be able to make a deck of them. That it, it's it's like it was looking at the Transformers one. It was like it involved fifteen different Autobots and Decepticons together, uh, and like a handful of I guess to use MTG Lexicon spells and maybe some land uh, uh, art and stuff like that. But we're 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 not talking like a sixty card deck. Okay. 
I mean, that's even weirder to me then. Because then what's, um, what's the point of these things? It's fun. Because you're just going to have, like, you're going to summon it's, fucking, you're going to summon Megatron next to your fucking wood elf huntress? Like, uh, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are. <laughs> and it's going to be dope. Okay. So your perspective on this is that the players should shut up and just let Wizards of the Coast do what they want. Uh, again, we're, we're talking about, like, like a handful of players. Right. Now, the, these are, the, these are the, the tip-top players. Right. These are all competitive but, but, players that are... Yeah, this this is not... This, this is less than 1% of the player base. That's that are true. Complaining. Uh, well, I guess I'm sure there's more than 1% because the 1% talks to their groupies and their groupies who follow them on social media are like, yeah, what he said, he's smart and he knows better than I do. Um, but any of them in a vacuum would have gone out and bought the Doctor Who set because, like, why not? (laughs) Um, but yeah... The mass, vast majority of Magic the Gathering players just go out and are like, oh, that looks cool, and then they buy it. Okay. That That's that's just how they are. And that's how most of these groups are, but, but especially Magic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was the same way when I played, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, oh, these, these cards look cool. Like, the fucking, when Elemental Heroes came out when I was a kid... Oh man, I was mm-hmm. all over fucking elemental heroes. Yeah, I mean you had to be. Like of course. Why why how could you not? Right, they were so cool. Elemental fucking Clayman? He's got 2000 yeah. defense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fucking And then he activates your trap card. What? I don't know anything about you. <laughs> we're going to move on. Um <laughs> So, you've got in here that the federal government will attempt to block Microsoft purchase of Activision Blizzard under antitrust laws, yes. as they should. Yes. So, so the FTC has sued Microsoft um, to stop their um, their purchase, and that means that it, it's going to go before our judge. And they will both make their case... The, yeah, and then the judge will decide that it's probably fine. Because that is um, kind of how it goes in America. Like, well, also, like, I, I there, there's a big difference in my eyes between what has, like, what what most of the antitrust things are versus this one. So a lot of the time, it's like, it'll be like. Facebook seeing a MySpace like like group uh, company come out and be like, oh yeah, they they might actually go somewhere, so we're gonna buy them so that we can get rid of them, or uh, we're gonna buy them so that we can still be the number one. And I I don't see that here, and and honestly, from the get go, Microsoft has not put out that um, that. Ara. They they've with every single purchase that they've made, um they've pledged to keep releasing it everywhere. Um 
and in fact, like earlier this week, Microsoft pledged uh, a ten-year a contract, um, just a good faith contract um, with Steam and uh, Nintendo, saying like we will always release uh, Call of Duty and, and other games on your um, well, platforms. They actually only said Call of Duty here, which yeah, I think is actually where the FTC is going to have their strongest case, because this language is very specific. It is 10 what years. Else Blizz- what? What else does Blizzard do? Sorry, Activision in this case. Activision? I mean, Blizzard doesn't do anything but make bad games and kill themselves. I mean, shit. Um, I, I don't actually play any Activision games anymore, so I have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pulling open Battle.net right now just to see, but I'm pretty sure it's Call of Duty. <laughs> um, List of Activision games. Uh, Tony Hawk. Sekiro. Crash when, Bandicoot. When was the last time Tony Hawk came out? Uh, Sekiro is published by Activision, uh, not developed. Uh, yeah, because the... it's developed by. Yeah, but that means they own the publishing license, which would then transfer over to. Not necessarily, as we will get to later. Okay, uh, let's see what else do they got. Because at the end of the day, the publishing rights ultimately belong to the developer themselves. Um, Wow, uh, Spider-Man is trash. Owned by Sony? Owned by Again. Sony, but the games are always made by Activision. <sighs> Which, actually, that would be really weird. And then Spyro. Like, those are the big ones. It's the but, like, 2018 Spider-Man is developed by Insomniac Games. Um, yeah. No. Oh, okay. I mean, I saw a lot of Spider-Man games on there, so I... I, I mean, maybe from decades ago. Like, last decade. I was looking at decades. 2010 to 2019. Anyway, talking about like the Amazing Spider-Man. Anyway, uh, my uh, yeah, we are that shitty game. <laughs> <laughs> my point is the FTC's strongest case here is in the language that they keep using, because they are specific about the games and specific about the length of time, and then once that ten-year, you know, verbal contract essentially is up, um, they still own Activision, like. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so you can't you can't make a um, reasonable contract for more than ten years because uh, in ten years, literally the entire fabric of gaming will have changed. Um, so it, it's it's one of those things that like they've pledged to do it for all time, but they're also doubling down on their pledge by like actually being willing to do a legal write-up 
that states that they'll uh, do that. Uh, with all of their purchases so far, they've done it where it's just like, they, they haven't done the legal thing at all. They've just been like, yeah, we're, we're going to keep producing the games for everyone. Because honestly, it's good for Microsoft to just have their games out there. Yeah. What, um, what they've noticed recently is that exclusives are just not as good for the company. I mean, no, I mean, sure, they've never been you have to buy their hardware to get it, which you, you make money on the hardware and stuff, but, but at the end of the day... But that's true for like, years after you release a console. Like, yeah, yeah. It takes three or four um, years to break even on a console release. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just better to own games and sell games, and if you can sell games to as many places as possible... That means that you can make money from as many places as possible. And especially if PlayStation and Nintendo stop being, um, or continue being just stupid about crossplay, <laughs> then if you want to play it on your Switch, you've got to buy it on the Switch. And if you want to play it somewhere else, you got to buy it there too. And, like, <sighs> yeah, it, it just it it's it's in the current market. Doing exclusives is stupid, and having your stuff as many places as possible is just better. And that's that's what they've they're they've done and they've pledged to do. And I mean, just to to point how much faith is behind all of these. Uh, earlier this week, when Windows or yeah, when Microsoft was announcing all this, um, what's his name from Steam? Um, Gabe. Gabe, yeah, Gabe Newell, uh, put out his own like press release of like, yeah, he, he they said that they were going to do this, and we told them don't bother because like we believe you, you you have constantly said this. And you have constantly followed through on this. We don't need a legal write-up. You know, that, that it just, it doesn't, it's not necessary. Right. Um, so, I, I, I think, I, I think that Microsoft should buy Activision Blizzard. I think it's something that needs to happen so that they can clean house. Yeah, I mean, something it's, needs it's to happen. It's not as to much Activision. cleaning house as it needs to be, but but still. I still think the FTC suing them is a good idea. Um, even if just to set in stone a little bit more what the fuck is a monopoly and what isn't. Okay. Yeah, like like uh, interesting. Win or lose, you're, you're trying to get some uh some precedent. case. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I think we can still get some good case precedent out of them suing over this. Okay. Um, so, uh, there's there's gonna be a new uh, Twitch alternative that won't last for very long. <laughs> uh, because, because Twitch is banning a incredibly shady crypto gambling site. And right. so they're starting their own alternative to Twitch. Uh, can you remember the last time that a Twitch alternative worked? Because uh, I can't. Didn't Ninja sign on to one? Ninja's... 
Ninja's just a uh, a streaming fuckboy. Right. I mean, he's he's he, like he's he's on YouTube. He's on Beam, which is gone. Um, pretty sure he's back on Twitch. Yeah, he's all over the place. But like, like he he did sign a contract with somebody who wasn't Twitch at one point. But that clearly Correct. didn't Beam. last long because he's he's on Twitch again. Yeah, like. N- and that's the only one I can think of. That's the only Twitch competitor I can think of. And the issue yeah. here is, I, I mean, this goes back to antitrust shit. Um, Twitch is owned by Amazon, so they have a ton of money to just keep people there. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> they can afford to not lose people. <laughs> and also... What's going to work out in their favor this time around is the fact that it's a shady crypto gambling website <laughs> that's trying to open up an alternative to them. Yeah, it, it has zero chance. If, to it, if there's anything it's, worse it's, than Amazon, it's a shady crypto gambling website. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's silly, honestly. It, uh, it's almost like this is probably just fucking... Um, like buzz marketing uh-huh like like that's all the, they're trying to keep their name in the zeitgeist for as long as possible so that people remember they exist until they can do the dumping part of a pump and dump yeah i i'm just there i'm i'm confused about why they're doing this because gambling websites have to walk a tightrope because on the one hand you need to be known enough that you can get you know people coming in and spending money that you can steal uh you have to be out there so like being featured on some twitch streamers makes sense like you're gonna get out there and you're gonna get a whole bunch of of traffic from that but it's not like not like a whole lot of traffic you're gonna get from that, right? Uh, because if you get too much traffic, then you run afoul of the fact that uh, online gambling is illegal in a lot of places. Uh huh. I mean, I live and, in a state where it's illegal. Uh huh. <laughs> and uh, and you can definitely still do it there. And there's. <sighs> Man, there, there's, there's, it's such a black gray zone. <laughs> like, like it's, it's, it's gray, but it's really not at all. It's really and a black and white situation that they've just found shades of gray along the line. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's black and white, but they, they give you these glasses when you're looking at it that only, like, blend them together. So you're like, oh yeah, this is gray. Yeah, there's a little um, bit of gray in the middle there. I can see where you might think this is legal, but it's actually not. It, <laughs> yeah. So, o- online gambling has been around for as long as I can remember, and at various times, a gambling site will get big enough that it gets notice. And so that's why in Texas it's illegal is because one of them got noticed by Texas. Maybe a whole bunch of people lost money or maybe 
one person who's particularly influential in the government lost a lot of money and uh, they pushed for it and they got it banned. Or Not more, that that more does than likely in Texas, it was some like zealot Christian dude who was like, this goes yeah. against the Bible. And he. Well, but but it's it, it, it wasn't just. Contrary to popular belief, there aren't that many zealot Christians who just go searching for these things. Right. It was still it, it something came like. his it, fucking plate somehow. Yeah, it, it got big enough that someone noticed, someone realized that it was a problem, and they got rid of it. I mean, shit, even the um, Mormons didn't ban alcohol and cigarettes until uh, the prophet's wife complained. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. That's a whole other topic about how bullshit that all thing is. That, that, every single time something has happened to that, uh, to, to the online gambling, it has been because one of them got too big and got noticed. So they, they have to walk that tightrope of being out there enough that people, that they get traffic and, staying hidden in the shadows so that they don't destroy the entire market. <laughs> because if any of them, like, if any of them get big enough that, like, they get federal notice, uh-huh. g- goodbye to gambling online. They're fucked. Right. Because <laughs> that's, that's another both sides of the aisle thing. Yeah. Uh, in this case, also uh, divided beside, between the left who are trying to protect um, people from losing money to unscrupulous shady people that are like, because even like the in Vegas, there's a lottery commission that's there to make sure everything is Yeah, it's not fair. unregulated gambling in yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah, whereas like movies yeah. will make it seem like there's yeah, a whereas lot online, of red tape and rules. Online is unregulated. And as soon as that, like, comes across the the desks of Congress, like, the, the, the left will all jump up and, and fight it because uh, it's unregulated and that's that it preys on people who, who don't know any better. And the right will come at it because they're not getting their cut. Um, <laughs> and, and so... See, I'm worried, uh, it, though, that the right is just too much of a contrarian party at this point. And so if the Democrats say, hey, this is a bad thing, we don't like it, the right will be like, no, this is actually the only way to save the country. We must protect this at all costs. Because <laughs> I've seen a chance it happen. Of it. I've seen it happen. There's, there's... <laughs> There's definitely a chance of that, but it's still, it's not something that, like, once it gets known enough, it's just a matter of time until one party or the other controls enough of one section or another, and they can actually get something passed. Yeah. Um, so, they, you don't, they don't want it to get that far, and... Becoming a full-on streaming site with at least one bigger named person on it. Although Drake, this the uh, musician and now streamer apparently, uh, mostly streams himself gambling online on this exact website. Yes, 
This is the one that so, Drake was associated with. So, I mean, you've you've got a, a huge name up there like Drake. You've got uh, relatively large names up there from the streaming community. Uh, it, it's it's a recipe for disaster for online gambling across the board. Yeah. Not just for that, but also for the company itself. Because uh, even if they fail, or like e- even if they don't get caught uh, by the government, th- they're still going to fail because you can't fight Amazon owning Twitch. Especially not from the ground up. Like, Beam, which became Mixer, uh, was able to um, get as big as it did because, one, it started when Twitch was just out of its infancy of of Justin.tv. Remember Um, that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so, like, it was just out of its infancy um, when Twitch... Or it was just starting when Twitch was just out of its infancy. So it was still able to hold on to some small amount of people... Twitch wasn't the juggernaut that it is today. And then by the time Twitch was getting to be the juggernaut, Microsoft swept in and bought Beam, turned it into Mixer, and poured a whole bunch of money into it that all eventually went down the drain. But Beam was a good product to begin with that got a whole bunch of funding and turned into something. Um, Twitch, or Justin.tv, was a good product to begin with that got a whole bunch of money and turned into something big, and YouTube exists. <laughs> um, there, there, you can't start from the from scratch with this. No. Like, streaming is an incredibly difficult thing to develop. And it's expensive like the, as shit. The, like, the you think hosting videos the, is expensive? Try yeah, hosting I mean, live streams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the sheer amount of server space required for one streamer is, it's absurd. Yeah. Like, there's, this, it's, it's barely profitable. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a reason why Mixer, which, honestly, is the best product that was out there. It had the best software that, the, the best streaming software that was out there. Um, it, it had the lowest latency, it had an ability to directly connect with the streamer, so, like, you could do things that impacted the games they were playing in real time. Um, and, and that's just, that's something that Twitch is now starting to begin to roll out the, the fledgling of. And, and... Beam had it. Yeah. So, like, it, if the the best thing in streaming couldn't cut it, you got no chance. Yeah, especially when you're just, uh, again, a shady crypto website. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, financial uh, situations, uh, Yuji Naka was arrested again, because I'm pretty sure we've covered this before. I don't for think insider we did. trading. I was pretty sure we had. I don't think we covered uh, the first time. I was surprised to see it, and then surprised to see that it was a second time. 
Oh man, I could have sworn that we had talked about it because I mean he's he's the guy from Sonic. Yeah, he's the he, Sonic guy. He doodled yeah. Sonic in high school and made it. Yeah, and then he he was caught for insider trading as well as presumably the person that fa- passed him the information because he's just he's the second in the line. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't know the information. He gets someone that says, "Hey, buy these these stocks well, because they're going to be good." Actually, he could be the guy. Because, I doubt it. Because, remember, he made Balin Wonderworld a couple years ago, right? And during that yeah. period of time, he worked for like six months to a year at Square Enix. And the games that he's being accused of insider training, uh, trading over are Square Enix games. So it could just be information he had from being a high-up executive in Square Enix for that period of time... And then he fucking used that to make some money on the side. Nah. I feel like if that's the case, uh, he he might have made some money. Uh, because he <laughs> hasn't. He did not. <laughs> he really thought uh, Final but, Fantasy VII, the first soldier, was gonna gonna take off. Yeah. And it both both not. times that he has apparently insider traded, which again it's it's not confirmed. It's they they're still gonna have a court case about it. Um, uh, both both cases, it's been like, but I mean, ah, oh, the game it. came out, uh, stocks right? No, stocks are are plunging. Yeah, because the other one uh, was Dragon Quest Tact, a game I yeah. have not even heard of. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> No, nobody has. <laughs> um, um, this is just it, really funny. Like, don't insider yeah. trade, bro. <laughs> and also, when I was typing this out, I typed out insider training, and then I fucking backspaced because I'm like, that's not a thing. And then I was just reading over the fucking article while we were talking about it, and fucking dude said fucking insider training. Ugh. <laughs> oh. John Walker, what is insider training? Please tell me. Signed, Wombat. (laughs) (laughs) This is an open letter. (laughs) Ah, man, that makes me just want to go to the bad opinion piece. But we'll, we'll, before we segue to that, uh, just a tiny bit of good news. Uh, Activision Blizzard, we spoke about them already. We need to clean house over there. But one of the things that is already happening is we've got one union for QA, and now we have a second union for QA. Yep, Blizzard Albany. The, um, yeah, Blizzard Albany has has a union now. There's so, the, uh, good for you. Diablo QA team. Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna wonder when the... Uh, federal government's gonna step in and say hey you uh you guys shouldn't be able to strike um uh have good i did actually want to say some some things here because it seems like activision blizzard was complaining to the national labor relation board that um they used anti-union busting tactics to get past all of Activision's union busting? Uh, huh. Yeah, because where, where is it in here? Fuck. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. 
Uh, Activision Blizzard had tr also tried to cancel the union vote altogether. This is from Kotaku's article. It argued to the National Labor Relations Board that a prior hearing had been corrupted by the use of anti-union busting Zoom avatars and that the question of unionization should be left up to the entire studio rather than just the QA department. And the National Labor Relations Board said no. Yeah. So, like, they're claiming that anonymity being used to counter all of Activision's union busting is an, an, an illegal anti-union busting tactic, which is not a thing. There's, there's nothing you can yeah. do that is illegal in the anti-union busting realm. <laughs> yeah. That's not a thing. <laughs> and also, it is very explicitly spelled out in American law, like country, federal law, that uh, fucking segments of companies can vote to unionize rather than entire companies. Like, that's just a thing you can do. Yeah. It's kind of a no-shit thing. <laughs> yeah. So, like, your argument, it should be left up to the whole studio rather than just the QA department? Uh, explain why. T tell me why. Is it because you think you would win on that stage? That's why. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... We've got some more Metro.co.uk bad opinion pieces. God. Uh, this one. They, they're they the gift that keeps on giving. This uh, one brought to us by reader Cranston. Not Brian. Uh, stating, no, probably not. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft should have just bought Sony and saved a lot of trouble. <laughs> Part of me just wants to read the whole article. <laughs> Absolutely not. I forbid that. <laughs> but um, this dude is arguing. Um, so he thinks that there shouldn't be monopolies. And in order to avoid a monopoly <laughs> in the gaming space, he wants Microsoft to, instead of buying Activision Blizzard, by Sony. Yeah. Because that won't create a monopoly at all. He even says later in the fucking article... Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Having two giant, warring console manufacturers, read competition, who are both trying to do essentially the same thing is just a waste. Read competition. <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather have dozens of independent publishers and only two console manufacturers, Nintendo and Microsoft slash Sony, read a monopoly than the alternative Correct. we're heading for where there's three consoles and little to no third-party publishers. Read, I'm an idiot. Yes. <laughs> there are also, still so uh, many third-party publishers. We, yeah, th there are. There are so many. <laughs> like, um, big so, names, too. Like, EA and Ubisoft come to mind immediately. They're not being bought by anybody. Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> um, gosh. <laughs> and and they're, they're, like, there's so many small ones, too. Like, Devolver Digital isn't owned by anyone. And no. Devolver Digital by itself makes better games than EA and Ubisoft combined. All of these fucking um, bullshit places. 
maybe Sony. Maybe like, except Sony. Sony makes good first-party games. We've talked so many times about the fact that Nintendo is its own little thing. Yes. Like, like, like any time <laughs> we talk about video games, Nintendo is a separate conversation. Because it's like there's Microsoft and there's Sony, and Those oh, and I guess Nintendo is also there. But 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 like Microsoft makes the Xbox and a whole bunch of games are on there and Sony makes the PlayStation and a whole bunch of the same games are on there and Nintendo has Nintendo games. I mean, let's let's just be real about it. The Sony and Microsoft are video game companies and Nintendo is a toy manufacturer. Yes. <laughs> Nintendo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Microsoft and Sony are video game companies, and Nintendo is a Nintendo company. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it makes Nintendos. <laughs> the others make big computers for your TV. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the, it's not the same thing. If you had Nintendo no. versus Microsoft and Sony, that's not a versus. Like, you have it right it in is, your parentheses. It is Nintendo and Microsoft slash Sony. Yeah. And. Not versus. <laughs> yeah. They are not competing with each other. Nobody's no. like, Nintendo. oh, should I get this fucking Switch or should I get a PS5? No. You're, you're going to get both. Let's be honest. You're, you're going to get both. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a competition. No. <laughs> and then, then, uh, another thing I wanted to call out here is that they're like Microsoft looks at Sony with their fan loyalty and their award-winning games, and that's what they want to replicate. Um, Microsoft <sighs> has fan loyalty also, and award-winning yeah. games. Like literally, console yeah. wars have been a thing for as long as I've been on the internet. G- correct. Uh, before I've been on the internet, that they, they were a thing. Um, right. Like it, but that's it's absurd. And and I'll I'll be honest. Right now, Microsoft fan loyalty is rather low. The 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 I'd say that the uh, the console wars have mostly ended. And and PlayStation has one more fan loyalty right now. <laughs> but that's that's a sine wave. I mean, <laughs> like. Xbox 360 was the best console. And then the PS4 was the best console. And during that time, there was like a bunch of fighting and then the Xbox fanboys won. Uh, and then there was a bunch of fighting and the Xbox fanboys were like, oh yeah, I we're the best. Uh, oh, and then the PlayStation fanboys won. And <laughs> there were a lot of them. And then the PS5 came out, or didn't rather, and uh, Xbox One, and there was a whole bunch more of those, and a whole bunch more people started playing that and going, wow, Xbox is the best. And it's it's a sine wave. It goes back and forth. Uh, right, right now, you see a lot more people liking Microsoft and uh, a lot fewer people talking about PlayStation, and there's a really good reason for that, which is the fact that Sony sucks at making their products and putting them on shelves... And um, Xbox and two, does have Game Pass. Yeah, a- Xbox has Game Pass and currently games. Yes. And also consoles on shelves. I mean, yeah. very recently, so, like, very, very recently, the PS5 became more available for, like, people. 
But until literally like three months ago, nobody could get their hands on it. Like yeah, and so people <laughs> people waited and waited and waited, and then they went out and bought my uh, bought Xboxes because they could, and they were new games, and they couldn't play the PlayStation versions of those games because they didn't have one of those. So like, sure, Sony does have a lot of first party games that are just uh, stellar, award-winning games. Like, uh, I know people love um, the the War, God of War games. Uh-huh. I know the m- most recent one, a little contentious because they uh, hold your hand while you're peeing. Um, but... I mean, I wish somebody in would general, hold my hand while I pee. Sometimes <laughs> it's a little scary. You know what? You know what? Honestly, <laughs> the the newest God of War holds your dick while you pee. Like, <laughs> like, like they're 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 doing it all for you. Um, this is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I believe "fuck" was like your tenth word on this. Probably, episode. it might have been the first one. <laughs> I don't think so, but it, it was certainly early. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck is a family yeah, word. Yeah, th- this... <laughs> it certainly makes one. <laughs> um, yeah, this this is just a, a, a bonkers opinion. Um, and we didn't <laughs> even... We didn't even get to the biggest part of why this is so fucking stupid. And th- it's a two-part thing, right? Okay, so first of all... Microsoft and Sony are both tech giants that operate not only in games, but across computers and televisions and other kinds of shit. Like, they are yeah, I, everywhere. I, I think that gamers must forget that. Right. <laughs> they think it, that Microsoft the, only makes Xbox and Sony only makes Playstations. That's it. That, like, they do I, nothing I, else. People... I think people understand that that X well like people that realize that Xbox is owned by Microsoft because some people just say oh I'm gonna go buy an Xbox by the Xbox company uh, but but <laughs> the people that are a non-zero number of people that understand that Microsoft is there understand that Microsoft is huge yeah. like I mean Bill they Gates is the richest Office man of all time exists. he's not but that's still the image of him in a lot of people's heads. I mean, he's the richest dude. Uh, win- uh, Windows computers are everywhere. I mean, everyone has a Windows computer. I mean, they um, are. That is true. Yeah, they, they are. <laughs> and, and and they're right. Microsoft is a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think everyone forgets that Sony is a juggernaut. Like, <laughs> like Sony is does movies. Yeah, they Sony own Spider-Man. Does, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Sony is movies. Um, Sony is music. Yeah, they, because they have a whole ass record label. Yeah, like one of the biggest record labels of all time. Uh-huh. Um, like, I bet you I could look up right now who's on Sony's record label and, and give you huge ass names who's, who's working... With Sony right now. No, number one biggest record label is Sony Music Entertainment, followed by Warner and Universal. So, it, yeah. Oh, I can't even find an individual artist, 
because they Sony Music is actually a conglomerate of record labels that consist of Columbia, RCA, Epic, Arista, yeah. Legacy, <laughs> which all of which are huge companies. Like yeah. every single one of those labels is also a conglomerate. <coughs> so Sony uh, is movies, is the music. Uh, <laughs> right. industry. Microsoft um, cannot just it buy makes all of the things for the music and movie industry because it does the TVs. It does the cameras. It does the uh, the recorders and music instruments and uh, <laughs> microphones. Oh, and... They have independent labels that they distribute for. <laughs> like, that's where we're at. Yeah. Including, including the Warner Music Group. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Wow. Insane. Insane thing to say. Also, the second part um, is that this would 100% be stopped by antitrust. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you're if you're thinking as this man Cranston started to at the beginning of this article, he said, "I'm beginning to think that Microsoft won't get away with buying Activision Blizzard after all." Um, if you're thinking that, this one's out the window. This one's this yeah. one's long gone. <laughs> um. Yeah, and they, they end this with, of course, my preference would have j been just to leave things as they were, but that boat has clearly sailed. But maybe if Microsoft is denied Activision Blizzard, and they still have some change knocking about in their pocket, some they will change. look at buying or merging with Sony. Like, some change! Like, they, they, this, this dude has to have the smallest pea brain that exists. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, no, he, I mean, you're right. He just doesn't know what Sony is. He has yeah, no fucking idea what Sony is beyond they make PlayStation. That's all he yeah. knows. And you can't yeah. be allowed to speak on this subject if that's all you know. You're an embarrassment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For real. Jesus. It's, it's almost it, depressing hold how on. just dumb this is. I think it would have been a lot simpler and less disruptive if Microsoft had just bought Sony, maybe even when they first entered the games industry, and avoided a lot of unnecessary console wars. My man, Sony got into games before Microsoft. Microsoft got into games because they saw Sony getting into them. Yeah. That's... I, I was alive then. I remember this. <laughs> yeah. The PlayStation came out. It was huge. Microsoft said, let us get a piece of that pie. The PS2 came out. And then the Xbox came out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking insane. Ugh. Fucking stupid ass shit. Okay. We're also, done. We're done uh, with I, Cranston. I, I, I finally got Battle.net to open. Um, and looking at the Activision games, it's just Call of Duty and Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> they have now, more games than that. They do. They're a huge th those company. Are th 
those are the games that are developed by Activision. Largely speaking, Activision is a publisher. Yeah. But the games that Activision actually makes are Call of Duty and Bandicoot. And, I mean, even even Crash Bandicoot is a is a uh, published game, not a. Yeah, isn't that Insomniac game. actually? Uh is it still made by Insomniac? I know the the first ones were. Oh no, no, they lost it. That's right. Vicarious yeah. Visions made the uh, remake, and I think Vicarious okay. Visions is an in-house it, it studio is, for Activision. It, it is a a a Activision studio. They yeah. actually do some fantastic work over there. Yeah, uh, Vicarious Visions is a a good studio. They're also the ones that made Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah, the, the, the current games that Activision has are Call of Duty and Crash Bandicoot. Now, also they have when Blizzard. I say Call of Duty, that's six games. So yeah. <laughs> There's also that. But, but, but Blizzard doesn't show up on other... Like, Bl- Blizzard is basically just a PC game um, developer. I mean, Overwatch is on consoles. Yeah, I was talking about games people played. Okay, people um, do play Overwatch. For some reason, uh, they still do. Uh, uh, yeah, but like World of Warcraft is uh, all PC. Hearthstone, I guess, is PC and mobile, but it's it's definitely not on um, consoles. Uh, Starcraft is PC only. Um. Heroes of the Storm is PC only. And the only other thing they make is Diablo, and I don't know if Diablo is, but I doubt it. I mean, I played Diablo 3 on uh, PS4. Yeah, okay, yeah, that, that came out on PS4. Um, later. Yeah, it's not an immediate thing. Bl- Blizzard does still no. tend to prefer PC initial releases. It was it was over a year until it came out on PS3 and then about a year from that before they did it on uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Except Overwatch, Overwatch always comes out simultaneously on the uh on the consoles. Also, I just scrolled yeah. down to our next segment, and I am mad. I'm mad at you, John. Game facts! The facts about the Angry Birds! I wish we weren't talking about this. Why are we talking about this? Why did you want to talk about this? <laughs> For what purpose are we talking about this? It's facts. But did anybody need to know them? Yes. I question that. Angry Birds is a casual puzzle game developed by Jaco Lissalo and others at Rovio Entertainment and published by Chillingo and Rovio Entertainment, that's the same company, for uh-huh. iOS, Android, and everything else that was around in 2009. John has the full list, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh, you don't want to hear about the Symbian 3? Symbian Cubed? I don't. What? 
uh, honestly, I looked at it on the list, and I really thought it said Sibian, and I was very confused. I don't understand what's happening. I'm scared. Well, someone out there will know what I just said and also be very scared. Uh, let's go. In Angry Birds, you command a flock of kamikaze birds in order to save their eggs from some bad piggies. As the birds are flightless, like a goddamn penguin, you wield a powerful <laughs> slingshot to launch them through the piggies' defenses. I always pick ostrich. I mean, I just like penguins. And also, they're, what was it, Club Penguin? Club Penguin had, oh, yeah. like, f- penguin games. Yeah, I remember. Yep. The games feature 14 different playable birds, each with their own unique powers or increased strength versus different building materials. Red the Cardinal is just a straightforward bird, unlike his fat cousin Terrence, who does considerably more damage. Chuck the Canary speeds through the air. The Bluebirds Jay, Jake, and Jim carpet bomb weaker targets, whereas their fat cousin Tony just nukes the ground. Silver is similar to Tony, just female and not fat. Matilda the Leghorn drops a bomb. Stella the Gala can trap objects. How the Emerald Tucanet. Emerald Tucanet. Tucanet? I've never seen Tucanet. that word in my life. It's it's a Tucanet. Okay. Uh, boomerangs. Bubbles the Jamaican Oriole inflates. I'm losing my goddamn mind. Iceberg <laughs> the alien freezes and explodes. Melody the Patoo sucks objects in and then spits them out. Ethan the Eagle is an orbital strike and Bomb the Loon uh, explodes. I've never played Angry Birds in my life. What? And I will never. Reading that list has murdered me. All right. Um, Let's see. Down here in the future mobile games, I'm going to put Angry Birds. Please don't. Oh, God, he really did it. It's really there. Why is it under the good question mark list? It's not. It can't be. <laughs> no, it is. It needs to be under bad or weeby. No, it's not. It's good. Uh... Oh, you have our last game for season five set aside, too. I do. Wow. Uh, the lifelong enemies of the birds are the egg-stealing bad piggies, because everybody knows pigs steal eggs from birds. They can definitely get up inside those nests, which were chosen because the swine flu was on the rise at the time. If it was the bird flu, then the roles would be reversed. <laughs> Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> Uh, prior to Angry Birds, Rovio had released 51 different games in the in, in two years, it turns out. That's a lie. I, I just lied for no reason. <laughs> you, 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 you just lied. Yeah. I was like, what? what the fuck? I didn't write that out there. None of which anyone has ever heard of. Except for Need for Speed Carbon, released in 2006 for all the consoles, which averaged 7.7 across reviewers, and was the only thing keeping them out of bankruptcy until they decided to make a Crush the Castle ripoff, using some bird art they had made for a different game proposal. 
I've seen Need for Speed Carbon on shelves. (laughs) (laughs) I've never said, let me get Need for Speed Carbon, but I've seen it on the shelves. Actually, pretty well rated. It's a a roundabout an average of... of For a PS2 game, that's not bad. No. That was back when, like, review scores could maybe be below a 7? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) It was still rare, but it it had happened. The Wii version came out below a 7. Oh, that means it was fucking unplayable. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Even when it was released, it was mostly hidden in the flush of bad mobile games that still persists today. It was not until it was featured on the UK App Store in 2010 that it started to gain some steam, hitting number one across most app stores several months later. So, slow burner, Angry Birds. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's slow burn and then uh, ripped to the surface and stayed there. (laughs) Yeah, it's still there. They made a fucking movie. Uh-huh. Yes, they made one. The, there's more? Oh, God, we're going to get to Just it. Just read, read the next fact. Oh, God. <laughs> Keep going. Chilingo definitely helped push it out there, doing their job properly as a publisher to push it onto featured lists and such. Better than a lot of publishers out there who choose not to do their yep. job at all. Correct. As such, they were purchased late in the year by EA due to how well they understood the mobile market. But the Angry Birds publishing rights were not included in that, and Rovio has self-published ever since. Stay away from nasty EA. Yeah, I mean, if they got by EA, they just would have been another one of EA's fucking studio casualties. Yeah, yeah. Angry Birds would not have made movies. No. When the game was released, it featured one episode with 63 levels, and the game now has 18 episodes with over 700 levels total, not counting the 28 sequels, spin-offs, franchise tie-ins, and alternate genre games. I don't understand what an episode is. What what the fuck is an episode? Is this like those episodic games like Hitman? Are they pretending to have a story? Is that what's happening here? There is legitimately a story in Angry Birds. Oh, there is. It's like yeah. a real story? Yeah. <laughs> You don't sound confident. <laughs> oh, speaking of, the game has been reworked for Star Wars, Rio, and Rio. Yeah, you remember the Disney film Rio? No. About the bird that was like the last of its kind in the Amazon. And it was uh, it was this animated fun story uh, where he finally found a, a mate and... Uh, they repopulated, except that didn't happen in real life. And uh, about six or seven years ago, I think, the last bird of its type died, and it's just another extinct species. This was a Disney movie? Pretty sure it's Disney. Um, let, me, let me see real quick. Listen, I must just not Rio. be keeping up with what's happening with Disney. I mean, I also am not. Um, oh, you know what? 20th Century Fox animation. Oh, look at that. You were just wrong. Yeah, I was just wrong. You were probably thinking because they they reworked it for Star Wars, they had to work with Disney for that, so 
animated movie, well, Disney. I was I was pretty sure it was Disney, but there's a reason why I didn't include Disney in the facts because uh, I didn't research that. Okay. Um. Anyway, Star they reworked it for Star Wars, Rio, and Transformers, and it's also been redesigned as a racing game and Angry Birds Go, turn-based RPGs and Angry Birds Epic and Evolution, as well as an open-world Bird Island RPG built in Roblox. Several tile-matching games, pinball games, and even a side-scrolling shooter also exist, as well as a role-reversal game, Bad Piggies. Mm-hmm. We there, get to play as the piggies stealing there's eggs. There's way too many Angry Bird games. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I knew, I knew it was a cultural phenomenon. I knew this. And I stayed well away from it. I didn't realize it was this much. Like, I did, I did not realize this. Oh. It's, it's kind of a big deal. Attempting to capitalize immediately on their success, Rovio purchased an animation studio in 2011, and later that year began releasing shorts, before their 2013 television debut with Angry Birds Tunes. Television was not their ultimate, was not their end goal, however, and in 2016 they released their feature film, The Angry Birds Movie, and three years later the sequel, The Angry Birds Movie 2 which is one of the most critically well-received game-filled adaptations ever, which means it scored above a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. 73. Oh, wow, it scored fresh. <laughs> yeah, it scored fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Again, we don't care about Rotten Tomatoes, but still. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I agree. For a stupid game about launching birds at pigs from 2009, it has branched out hard and done very well for itself. With tons of toys, novels, comics, a cookbook, drink flavors, theme parks, and attractions, and while they have made a few other games in their time since 2009, 24 of Rovio's 33 games since Angry Birds have been Angry Birds games. And it's clear that's where they intend to stay. And that is just the facts. Holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Losing my mind. Uh. And you know what? That'll do it for this week, too. <laughs> we just don't have third segments anymore. That's what's happened. We just take an hour and ten minutes on news, and then and then another twenty on Angry Birds facts, and that's the episode. Yeah, the news did run long. Yeah. All right. Well, this this will technically then end up being a, a slightly shorter one, but that's fine. If we kept um, going, it would end up being one of the longest we ever did. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, thank you all for listening. We appreciate it so much that that you you took the time to listen through. Uh, it means so much more that you're listening to us now when you know that the podcast is over. But 
like you're, you're still choosing to listen or maybe you're just lazy and haven't hit the skip to whatever the next episode of something is or you're um, like me when way, i used to work at, at a warehouse and i couldn't just pull my phone out whenever i wanted to because i technically wasn't supposed to have a phone let like out at all so yeah you're just letting this play because you could get in real big trouble for pulling your phone out in which case I feel you. I, I understand your pain. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, <laughs> I, I work retail as well and uh, definitely don't listen to podcasts on the clock. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Um, right. Yeah. So uh, it, it would be a big help if you could share this with uh, some of your re- fellow retail workers and uh, get them to listen to it too because... I mean, if you enjoy it, then they should too. Share this um, with somebody and... who hates antitrust or antitrust. Share this with someone who hates trusts. Oh, yeah. Okay. Someone who is antitrust. Yeah. Look at that. I saw. Share this with someone you don't trust. Uh and. We'll see that you won't get us any time. new listeners. If they don't trust them, the person they're sharing it with isn't going to trust them back. Hey, that's that's absolutely not true. <laughs> that fair. They might not know that the other person doesn't trust them. Um, uh, stay tuned next week for we're going to be talking about the games played again, and we're going to be talking about. The book, Infinite Dindergram 5. Oh, shit. Is that next week? Pretty sure, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I gotta read that. Sure is. Because the the week after would be our um, end of year. Yeah. Oh, fuck. End of year is coming up. What do I put on my list? Sure is, and uh, <laughs> I I have no fucking idea. I played two <laughs> games this year. <laughs> I mean, like best game of the year: Legends of Eidolon. Second best: Guardian Tales. Um, that's it. Worst, uh, game worst of games the year. of the year: Guardian this Tales. This season, <laughs> just everything this season. Okay, I think I think I can get top seven together. I don't know what I'm gonna do for worst seven though. I've been yeah, I've been going I... out of my way this year to not play bad games, and the only ones I've played that were really bad were the ones you forced Remote me movies. to. <laughs> I mean, you've got Horizon Forbidden West up there, and Rune Factory Five. Yeah, and. The concept of RuneScape smithing. Yes, I do. <laughs> Just conceptually that. Yeah. The, the, not RuneScape. I like RuneScape. But smithing in RuneScape. Fuck it. Alright, well, that's it. You're, you're gonna have to pull out your phone now to skip to the next thing. Or just let it autoplay. Because we're gone. Bye! Bye!